Welcome to Spilling Some Bubble Tea. We are back again, but this time with a bit more of a salmon run focus. And I'm pretty sure if you were here last time, uh, we've got a bit of a familiar guest for you this time. Welcome to Richelski. Or Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to be back. And obviously, there's Ty as well. Yeah, Ty. Ty, we love you. <laughs> we do. We really do. <laughs> but yes, 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 yes. For last time we were talking about uh, Splatoon 3 just in general with Pixel. We also do have an interview with him after this. But this time, with the Queen of Samurai herself, <laughs> it's just it's such a thing now it's such a thing it is um, we are going to be talking about salmon run um the new salmon run tips for maybe like current salmon run just you know a mm. lot of salmon run a lot of salmon run yeah if you like salmon run you're in the right place oh definitely yeah. this is it's going to be very focused on Sam Run until we get to Pixel later. And it'll just be like a hard right turn into Wing <laughs> <laughs> And like, yeah, Pixel. But, mm. right, if we want to we'll get straight into it. Um, first of all, I was unaware of this from even just like looking at the two like directs we've had with Sam Run being like part of it. But there's so many specials. Like, it's not just four this time. There's so many. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's I like I'm so apprehensive about what's gonna happen because for five years it's been inkjet, stingray, splashdown, and bomb rush, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's all we've had, and we've found ways to make them work. But now the only one that looks like it's returning is inkjet, which is great. I'm super happy about that. Um, yeah, that was one of the two ones that like if you get to the end of the rotation, and th- this is me as like a samurai noob and. Like you haven't used both of those, like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Ink, <laughs> you know, inkjet is so useful. It's so useful for killing bosses far away, and it's so useful as a panic button as well, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, if you're the last one, you just press it. You just stay. You can either save your your friends, or you just you know get some time. Yeah, to just stay out, out, of, the out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just avoid missiles and rain, and you're you're good, right? So I'm so glad that one's returning. Um, but then we have uh, the ones that have confirmed. There might even be more, but we don't know yet. There's Ink Strike. There's Wave Breaker. There's Reef Slider. There's Booyah Bomb. Crab Tank and Killer Whale. So we have, I think that's seven, if I can count properly. Right? Yeah, seven. Yes, I, I yeah. Seven. So, like, it's so mad how how much Summer Run is going to change just off the back of the specials the one that intrigues me the most is probably booyah bomb yeah yeah that's that's the that's the one i was like kind of like caught on because a lot of the other ones like oh it does a little bit of damage or uh, it means that they can't be there blah 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 but then just like booyah bomb not only do you have you, you have the ability to get get up out of the way like an ink uh, like an inkjet right uh-huh. um but also, like, you can check it, like, you can spend your time, you know, building it and seeing everything, and then you can check it, you yeah. know? Yeah, and um, we know how Booyah Bomb works in Splatoon 2, right? Mm. So it's, we've already got a knowledge of, we know how the special works, and like you were saying, you have an element of safety and sort of visibility that you can use to your advantage with it, but, like, we don't know how it works in Salmon Run. No. Like, <laughs> like what's really... Plus, like... What, 
Um, I was just thinking about the different combinations. Like, you had four in between two. So you knew what went well, when to use them, that kind of stuff. But now you have seven. Mm-hmm. And you can literally get any combo and some might be worse than others. So Right, yeah, right. And like at least at least you knew when you were going into a game everyone had one of each special, right? Mm. Yeah. Now yeah, now true. you're gonna go into a freelance with with three other people and you're like, mm. We might not have an inkjet. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um might so, not have a bum. Yeah, and you're right. Like that, you do kind of play off the specials. Like there are certain sort of reasons why you would use an inkjet over a stingray, and vice versa, and yeah. stuff. So, like for mothership and stuff like that, you know to use the stingray to yeah. get more eggs. Yes. But in some but of these instances, also like when you don't have a stingray for mothership, uh, the inkjet is a pretty good basic b-tech version of that (laughs) (laughs) but what if you don't have inkjet now and we have exactly what What if you could chuck a booyah bomb at the mothership (gasps) and it it just encapsulates like i feel like they can't let you do that but like what if they could like how would you use no i I doubt it though how would you use it does have a hitbox on it then right it does does does, have a hitbox it does have a hitbox because on certain maps you can cheese the mothership where you can get above it so like Mm. think of marina's bay for example when you you know the main part but then you know where low tide is right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there is there is mothership on low tide but if you go back to the top of the boat when low tide mothership you see over the mothership and you can use a bomb rush from there to throw the bombs on top of the mothership <laughs> oh my goodness so, so it does it yeah they don't just fall straight through no no so... no. they've all got hitboxes that's why the stingray works so when you're yeah. using the stingray you cheese it to the top of the ship so yeah. if mothership does come back you can literally just throw a beer bomb and maybe just stick it you will shred then... every box theoretically <laughs> but then won't well, oh wait so no, the smart thing would be to use it like when it's right on top of the the basket, right? Yeah, because then all so the you will just have off around basket. There will be so many. Just uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you just be spending many. your time putting them in the basket. <laughs> but then the, this yeah. is this is where like you think, okay, but what what is the best time to use it? And the best time to use it from going from what we know about mothership right now, the best time to use it would be just as soon as you've put enough damage on the mothership that it gets that it shoots off because when it shoots off it drops a fuck ton of boxes all mm-hmm. at once um and it's called like we we call it the caviar obviously right <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice. like you want to get the caviar of the second mothership um turn as well so if you threw a booyah bomb you'd get the caviar of the second uh mothership turn <laughs> if we get mothership that is interesting. Yeah. Also, that's that's another point. Are they gonna? We don't even know if they're gonna bring back those like additional. Do we? No, I don't think it's confirmed if any of the night waves are coming back. Although, from speculation and from people doing a bit of investigation, you know, Goldie seeking the one where you get the yes. shoots. There yes. are pictures of them on maps. The Samurai. Right. Okay. So I think we can say with some degree of certainty that Goldie seeking is coming back. But to be honest with you, if Mothership never comes back, I'd, I'd be happy. <laughs> it's kind of boring. So. It's one of my favorites. I mean, it's, it's kind of so cool. it's, it's a nice safe wave, right? You you kind of think, okay, this is it. This is easy. We can win, right? So it's nice from that. Uh, what are, what are your opinions on gorillas? So, so from two points of view, I hate gorillas in freelance because I think it's the night mode mm-hmm. that 
the most casual, the most newer players don't understand. And it's the wave that I find the most difficult to control. Um, But from when I'm playing with squads, if I'm trying to, you know, overfish or get high scores, it's probably one of the best. Because they drop Mm. five eggs. I I don't know if you guys remember when Summer Run first came out, when Grillers was first out, they only dropped three eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, they yeah, they did. They buffed it because it was so hard. Like, people were failing consistently. <laughs> yeah, because you have a laser on you. You're trying to run away from it. You're trying not to get killed by small ones. And they only dropped three. So you have to keep calculating in your head how many you need. Right. Like, it was it was too much. It was, like, with five eggs, it was way better. Like, if you, like, if you kill, like, for a map on high tide, if you, I think you can get, like, 12 or 13 gorilla spawns off if you're really quick. So that's, like, 70 to 75 eggs. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so overfishing, that is exactly the yeah. time that you want it. Also, we should say what overfishing <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> I feel like we, we, we established what it was in uh, our interview with you. Uh, in the last podcast, but just to just to be sure that everyone everyone so knows, basically what it is, it's trying to obtain as many golden eggs as possible in Summer Run, um, and it's sort of it goes beyond just getting to professional nine nine nine, right? It goes beyond that. It's trying to push the absolute limit of Summer Run in almost like a competitive sense, because like there's world records and there's mm. tournaments and stuff like that to see who gets the most golden eggs. And it's very, everything is play by play, second by second, and boss by boss. It's very intense and highly focused. And you, you don't overfish and freelance, you overfish with the squad, right? So. Yeah, yeah. No, no I don't you think can't. you can ever overfish and freelance. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sure some people try, but. No, yeah, no, no, so no, it's no. basically highly competitive salmon run. So. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, Grillers is good for that, and some of the night waves are really good for that. Um, especially Goldie seeking. Like I'm, I'm sure you've seen videos of the strats with Goldie seeking when you've got a dynamo roller, and you just oh yeah, and you just sit there and you roll over them. Yeah, because but very very slow. Yeah, because so the dynamo the roller just... still stays on the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. So you you sort of throw the the roller down, and when when it's Goldie seeking with, with the shoots you push against the goldie as it's coming towards you and it would just the dynamo has such a high dps output that it would just shred the goldie and all the eggs will pop um so it's basically stuff like that like night waves are really good for overfishing but we like there's no confirmation of any night waves in in splatoon 3 at the moment so that will be interesting there might be different ones this might be like from splatoon 1 to splatoon 2 when it came to the specials they might just throw it all out and come Mm -hmm. with something different or they might just add to it and you have even more possible night waves and different waves that yeah like if they get rid of mothership and rush i'll be happy (laughs) we don't like rush (laughs) yeah rush is do you have a do you have a roller? Yeah, basically. <laughs> to sit in front of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or the Tentabrella is really good for that as well. That makes but yeah, like sense. the like the different specials, right? So there's mm, Yes. Back to yeah, back to what like, we were things like about. Um, Ink Strike and uh, mm-hmm. Reef Slider and Crab Tank. Like we mm-hmm. barely have much information on how they're gonna work in PvP. Um so we probably have more like not as much information for Samarun. 
So like one of the one of the things with specials in um Salmon Run that the community has sort of found out over time is the certain amount of damage output that a special can do and what they use, what bosses they're best used against. So for instance, Stingray are really useful from getting for getting stingers on the other side of the map. And they also shred flyfish. If you aim your stinger in the middle of a flyfish, it will kill it. Oh, oh! Right. That so, makes a lot so of sense. stinger you would use, or if you've got three scrappers lined up, you would try and line everything up, and you can just sort of beam to the other <laughs> side of the map, right? And then you have cool. bomb rush, mm-hmm. which is really good again for flyfish, because you need bombs for flyfish. Okay. But it's also good at just getting rid of rubbish. And also in the community, it's known as the ink tank refill. <laughs> so you just press bomb rush and it just completely regens your <laughs> ink. Um, oh, yeah. Never thought about it that way. I think the only time I ever use it is on... Uh, what, what's the what's the most recent like map? I know it's like ages ago, but I never mm-hmm. remember. Like Arc Polaris or something? Yes, I always use it on Arc Polaris whenever I'm on the... Uh, whenever it's high tide and I'm on the reel going round my team and they're all dead that's that's the only time I, I remember to use it if I have it I'm like oh yeah I've got bombs I can shower on, on my but like it's, it's really good for like a panic like everyone's dead throw bombs right and you, the longer you hold them the further you throw the bombs mm. the same with your normal sub weapon um, and then inkjet is really good as a safety but it's also really good for one shot in steelheads putting a lot of damage on cohocks and eels but like what I'm talking about with specials is that other tech that I don't think a lot of players, a lot of casual players, is the stingray will kill a steelhead, but you have to use a whole stingray to kill a steelhead. It pierces its body, right? Like yes, but it's still so beefy. Yeah, it takes almost the duration of the stingray to kill it. So you wouldn't use a stingray on a steelhead. But actually, if you aim it at the steelhead's bomb that it produces, it will kill it uh, quicker. But mm. if you want to get rid of free steelheads, you'd use an inkjet or a splashdown, right? So we we like mm-hmm. the community has sort mm-hmm. of gathered knowledge and information over the past five years on which specials work well against what and stuff. So, so when you look at specials like reef slider or killer whale <laughs> or wave breaker, it's like I don't even know how I'm going to incorporate them, especially wave breaker, right? Yeah, it doesn't really have like. By the looks of things, it doesn't really have too much vertical, mm. or even if it does, it's like it, it might be quite difficult to aim, if you know what I mean. Because you have to have that run up, and by the time you've got there, the the salmon has moved. It's kind of different from it's like the our new version yeah. of Splashdown, right? But it seems like you can't control it it's, it's... as easily. I don't know. One of the one of the things that I really liked about Salmon Run is the bosses in, in mm-hmm. Splatoon Two teach you how to use the specials, right? So the Stinger teaches you how mm. to use the Stingray, the Flyfish teaches you how to use Bomb Rush, and so forth. And a lot of the bosses mm-hmm. are, are teach you how to use other specials, like the Drizzler. It shoots off the torpedo, which gives Ink Storm. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I wonder, for me, there's also, like, I wonder how the new bosses are going to incorporate those special usages as well. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, what I, immediately I would say is, like, Big Shot. Right, like, yeah. Or something like that. No, 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 Big Shot, isn't it like uh, the, the Wave Breaker, actually, the, when it hits stuff? Like, it's kind of a mixture between both, because it's yeah. thrown. 
um, or like shot. Um, but then also it does the same thing as a wave breaker whenever it actually mm-hmm. lands. What what I'm really looking forward to is finding out like new tech for mm. killing bosses because like again I don't know how many people know this but a splashdown can take out a fly fish basket. Really? Yeah, but you have to be above it obviously. Yeah. So you can jump off splashdown right into a fly fish basket and it will kill. <laughs> it it will only get rid of one basket, so it's kind of a waste. It's kind of a meme to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but that's actually that's, um, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so the, like I wonder like what type of tech we can abuse mm. in the new game with these different specials also is it is it confirmed i'm pretty sure it is that that the what's it called the squid roll and squid surge are in salmon run yeah that is confirmed so that also adds like different movement ability which is cool for everyone yeah i think in the first because we had the salmon run trailer months mm-hmm. ago didn't we mm-hmm. the next wave i think yeah. it showed the squid roll in that okay. didn't it yeah um, I don't know about Squid Surge, but I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, right? yeah. I was just not sure if I could remember back and remember seeing that or not. Um, there was there was so much in the direct. There was so so much that after <laughs> I watched it the first time, I was like, "What have I just seen?" <laughs> yes, the brain is not processing anything. Just like what? <laughs> so much new information about the game, like not just Salmon Run, but mm. everything else as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of mind blown. <laughs> Still, yeah, I I suppose the other thing is like, sure we can speculate about like what these specials might be good for, but without the poss the proper like understanding of like exactly how the boss salmonids work, it's kind of hard to be like, ah yes, this crab tank is is the antithesis of a uh, salmonid, or you know, you know what I mean. Like it's hard to be yeah, like, yeah, this is this is going to be good against that whenever we've seen video footage of it and that's about it, you know? Yeah, like, I wonder, like, what specials can pierce. Like, with the with the Drizzler, your mm-hmm. Stingray, again, can pierce through the Drizzler when it's not open. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like other specials. Like, I wonder if Booyah Bomb can pierce through outer shells like that. Mm. That would be so, so interesting. Even, but- not to a point where it destroys it, but does damage to it. Yeah, that would make more sense though, because it's like sometimes it depends if it's on the floor or not, or if it can go under. Like for the drizzler, it makes more sense to like. I feel like logically, it's like well, technically, it's open at the bottom, so technically, mm-hmm. you should be able to like touch it. Mm. So, yeah, with the beer bomb, it will be the whole if it's on the floor, because you can throw the beer bomb if kinda in the air as well, so long as something is touching it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So if it's on the floor, it should engulf the whole thing, right? Because it'll be below the platform. So the whole thing should die, technically. But yet again, yeah. we don't know for sure if that's how they're going to treat yeah. it. Because maybe the savages will come up with something that deflects bigger <laughs> bombs or something, I don't know. Um, they got smarter. They got smarter and they got bigger, apparently. Um, yeah. Beefy boys. But yes. Like what, out of the four new boss salmonids, which... Uh, in your mind, is like the most interesting to you as someone who's like a bit of a veteran. Um, Big Shot looks interesting mm-hmm. because it looks different from the other bosses. Like what I, what I mean by that is like with uh, the Steelhead, you have to wait till it does its thing before you can attack it. The same with um, Drizzlers and, and boss, other bosses. So you yeah. sort of they're on a time yeah. cycle, right? Yeah. 
Um, whereas Big Shot can't always looks exposed. Yeah, he's so just like, a big salmon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, well, well, will that be really easy to take out, or will will he have some sort of like HP bar, or will there be like a layer that you have to wait, or like a yeah, thing but, that you um, have to wait for? Doesn't he like? Because in what I've seen, he kind of like comes onto the shore, places his cannon, and then leaves. Because yeah. you've actually seen him just leave. Maybe you're not really supposed to just. I don't know. Wait, why I'm, does he leave? Well, I wonder like, if you can kill him before he leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but- so I think the likelihood is that he comes up with his cannon and his cannonball thing, and he puts it in, and he, it goes, and then he's off to go get another cannonball or whatever it is, right? So that's uh, from the water, so cycle. he keeps yeah. putting. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like interesting because, like, Flipper Flopper, it just looks like a more intense moors. Yeah, right? isn't that the big one that's like jumps into the air and then comes down? Yeah, 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 and you get the warning circle as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the fish stick, which we've seen uh, video footage that you just climb up and shoot them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so that looks, it looks annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks um, uh, what, like a static boss, a static boss that you can't lure towards the basket. So it looks annoying from that point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks pretty straightforward. And slamming lid as well, like it's got... Um, I think in the direct it showed where it exposes itself, like its weakness after it's finished its cycle. Mm-hmm. So big shot, I'm still a bit like, oh, I wonder how that works. I wonder what we're, <laughs> what we're getting with that, yeah. What I also wanted to mention as well, like in Splatoon 2 at the moment, you, you will only ever have three of the same bosses on the map at any one time. Right. So you can't have more than three stingers, you can't have more than three steelheads unless you defeat one of them, right? You can have many more bosses, but like yeah. they'll only be three of the same ones. So I wonder what the cap will be, mm-hmm. the, if they'll change that, if they'll lessen it, because there's more bosses now. Oh, or... that's a good point. Yeah, and also, yeah. that reminds me, like, one of the bits of Salmon Run tech I have picked up over the years, probably from Celia or from you, is the whole kill only half of the missile boys, or what are they called? Flyfish. Uh, yeah, flyfish, yeah. <laughs> Kill one half, like only take out one half. Was it cripple it? And then leave it be. Yeah. So that there's only three there, which is only technically one and a half's worth of missiles. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, that's a easy strat if you don't want more flyfish to spawn and you want to make the area a bit safer, right? So I use that tech in freelance mm. because I can't control six flyfish baskets, but I can control three. It's not the end of the world if, like, um, one of your randoms comes along and kills one of the flyfish and starts putting the eggs back, like... Right, exactly. And usually by that point, it's like 20 seconds of the wave left, and in hazard level max, I think bosses stop spawning after 20 seconds left anyway, so... Mm. So, yeah, then it's pretty pretty perfect. So, yeah, there's, like, already just with the specials alone, there's so much to decipher. Oh, 100%. 100%. But, yes, go, going back then to egg throwing. Like, that just opens up a whole lot more. You don't have to always be going, making the whole trek back, putting the egg in, and going back my, again. My reaction when we first saw egg throw in the, in the um, announcement from a few months ago was like, I remember I was sitting with Wes and we were watching it on his couch and like I saw the, the inkling throw an egg and I like grabbed him and I was like, you can throw eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like stunned. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> because like 
that is such a game changer. Like mm. it's like just completely cha- like imagine Arc Polaris right now, right? You're at the bottom and you can just throw eggs up to the mid tier at yeah. the very yeah. least. Like how much time would that save? <laughs> yeah, and also also that means that the like the purple boys that seal them have even further to go, right? Exactly. Yeah, like even if you just throw three eggs closer to basket. Mm-hmm. But then, to be honest, you d- it does use your ink tank the same way a bomb does. Oh. So that's going to be interesting to sort of work out what's more effective. Yeah. And maybe you just have different people on different levels. So if everybody is based, like, more or less spaced out, then it'll, you'll have, uh, like, your own job. You stay in the middle level, you just make sure you throw whatever eggs are near you, just throw them to the top. Like a hot it potato, work out- right? Yeah, like a chain reaction should make things easier. Sometimes people just go from all the way to the bottom oh. and you have to go all the way to the top, and that just wastes so much time. It might mm-hmm. be uh, something along the lines of you have someone uh, who's set on, like, because they have a long range weapon uh, to, like, shoot from the mid. Um, or the, if, if we're talking about Arc Polaris specifically, shoot from, like, the mid level uh, down and, and rain bombs down, and then as soon as, like, they get any any eggs get chucked back up. That's that's their job until there aren't any left, and then they're like back to just like cover fire and whatnot. Um, right. So that's like kind of like an uh one of the strategies in overfishing is with the four of you, your per- there will be one person who remains at basket while the other three people go out and kill the static, which is either a flyfish or a stinger, mm-hmm. and bring the free eggs back. Because like the point of overfishing is to get as many eggs as possible. Yeah. So when you go kill a stinger far away, three of you all go together to go collect every egg. 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 What's an egg? To go collect every (laughs) egg, and and then bring them all back. And then you've got one person at basket who usually has either a slower or a more powerful weapon Mm -hmm. that takes care of basket spawns. So even like then you can see the way that that works with egg throw, Mm. right? You can have your fast powerful weapons like a sploosh or something running around picking up eggs and throwing them closer to basket yeah it's a it's a game changer yeah loads of strategies so many strategies to remember and learn and probably most of the stuff that you've talked about not gonna lie so far it's like i have no idea what you're talking about or where you got this info from it sounds so cool though it does i think it's I'll, t- I'll tell you where a lot of my information is from. I'll tell you. We'll, we'll help other community. The First and foremost is the Salmon Run server on Discord. That's the biggest um, server for Salmon Run in the world. It's like international. I think it's got... I, I, let me just go on the server now. How, I don't know how many people it has, but thousands, right? There's thousands of people in this server. So it's one of those huge servers with hundreds of active people at any one time. And there's a bunch of resources and information in there. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the Salmon Run Overfishing server, mm-hmm. which was it was created, I, I want to say, like at the end of last year. It's relatively new. Really? Okay. But it's specifically for overfishing yeah. strats. Um, and that has, oh my God, it has so much information. <laughs> it's un unreal how much information you have like anything you want you want to know where a boss is most likely to spawn at any given one time it's here you want to know what percentage um your game is at like in terms of hazard level it's here like the best way to attack bosses it's here like there's so much information and it's all been 
crowdsourced and sort of put together by very like respected members of the community like i'm not going to name people but because i'll probably forget someone and i'll get in trouble for doing that (laughs) but there's like a core group of people that have been playing this game every day since it's released that slowly been putting their information together and been going into the show Mm -hmm. like we all know the show but it's really useful for salmon run because you can if you fail a wave in salmon run the show you can replay it so you can replay the same seed right so you will get the same outcome every single time so if you want to learn how to best deal with high tide gorillas on a map Mm -hmm. you will just have to keep going into the show until you get it Mm -hmm. and then just keep replaying the same seed so things like that people have crowdsourced over the years and like (laughs) like a stupid piece of tech you know rush where you've got the glow flies on you yeah like you can squid bag through the chum and you won't take any damage what yeah, like the Goldie will, no? will give you damage. Yeah. Jeez. But you can squid bag through the chum. They will just go straight past. If if you don't have the gold flies on you, they'll just go straight past you. But if you have the gold flies on you, they will just pile on top of you. And if you're consistent with your squid bagging, oh. they won't damage you. <laughs> that's that's insane. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so like, and it, I remember when I found that piece of tech out. That's a relatively new piece of tech in terms of five years. I think it was found out last year. And I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing. I think it was Marty. Marty is like just such a legend in the Samurai community. He's done so much for the community in terms of discovering things and pushing the game to its absolute most. <laughs> and um, he posted about it on his Twitter, and I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it on stream, and it actually worked. Oh, and there's a video goodness. of me just like popping off, going, "Oh my god, you could squid back through the jump." <laughs> <laughs> so like all this information none of it is from me this you know but i know where to find the information mm. and where to look and you know and even at like a more casual level there's salmonrun.inc as well which is very useful for new beginners or new starters looking to branch out more right yeah as well yeah yeah so there's lots there is lots mm. all right we will cool. we will chuck all that in the description um, uh. for anyone who's super interested um, and just you know to be able to have a look at what we're actually talking about um, yeah and I I will preface this as well like the Samaran community wants more people in it <laughs> <laughs> because we feel like we're so overshadowed by the comp PvP community and even the casual community you know when you see people that just play turf uh-huh. I feel like there's more of them than there is Samaran people <laughs> So it's like if you're remotely interested in the Samurai community, like it's it's very welcoming. We're always letting people in. People don't like don't feel bad about asking silly questions. Everyone has to learn somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. So it's very welcoming. Yeah. Where are anyway, we? That was a bit of a detour. A little wasn't bit it? of a tangent. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So can we? About Big can you chuck mm-hmm. egg? Like, can you put eggs in Big Shots kind of after he's dead? Is that? Well, I well, there's you can't. There is an egg cannon, right? For the yeah, final wave. Yeah, for the final bit, but it's not. It's not the big shot one. No, yeah. So we, I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that would make sense though, because they look like they look the same. Yeah, like, exactly. The same shape, like you know, it looked like it could fit in there. Mm. And but I only in the video that we did see was them trying to destroy it. We didn't actually see them trying to put one in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might. Uh, it, it be- that would make so much sense yeah it'd be cool if for example like sure when you you kill the boss like the cannon disappears but in that time period where the boss 
buggers off and then comes back again, if you could like get over there and put eggs in it to check and it direct back. it up to your basket. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think, and then when he comes back, you kill him. Yeah, basically. yeah. So then that means that there's kind of like a toss up between um, like killing the guy and getting eggs from him, or just like using him f- to to send eggs back to basket. Right, so you gotta you know what like, I'm gonna risk do? a reward. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in my diary in six months' time to come back and listen to this episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> how cool would it be if we actually got some stuff right? Oh, that would this be speculation. so cool. To be fair, to be fair, what what we should do is we should have like a follow up podcast about it. Right, we should listen to it and then be like, well. <laughs> <laughs> we got it all wrong yes let me tell you about Sauron um, because to be fair we're like you're talking about a lot of a lot of tech for Sauron run like as you know it right now but it would be exactly. good to have a follow-up as well of this podcast being like well we talked about this before we've just listened to this podcast and we're coming back to it and we're like mm, so some of this was right talk about that and then some of it <laughs> wasn't and there's some we didn't even know the possibility <laughs> of existing and then right. be able to have yeah. like a yeah like a tips and tricks of splatoon 3 actually um so yeah we should do that we should, we should do that we should definitely do that um <laughs> if i'm here if i'm still here well, we get, as long we as get, you we have access to record yeah. like you'll be fine <laughs> we'll figure it out don't worry ty it'll be fine um but yeah, so mm-hmm. it's interesting to think about that. And also, you did say old maps. Have we, oh, how yeah. many of them have we got confirmed, or is it all of them? I don't think any of them are confirmed, oh. actually. Oh. Um, I might. Were you just hoping for old maps, or? Well, so I really don't want to see Maroon and Space spawning grounds come back. I really hope neither of those maps come back. Mm-hmm. Um. They're kind of like the OG maps of Salmon Run. Like, yeah. Marina's Bay was the first and Spawning Grounds was the second. Marina! Um, but then, since they've released Arc Polaris and Salmon and Smokeyard, and even Lost Outpost to a certain extent, it What's it that? looks like they've, they've the one with the house. Yeah, no, that's my least favourite one out of them all. Oh my god. Right, yeah, so it's kind of like a controversial opinion in the Salmon Run community, because a lot of people hate it, but I actually don't mind it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, I don't mind Especially when you go when it's low tide. That is great. I yeah, know. low tide on Lost yeah. Outpost is great, but so low tide on Marina's Bay is amazing mm. as well, yeah. actually. It's just it's like 50, Marina's 50, Bay sucks. Depends what you get. Like, it yeah. can be really good, but then high tide is so shit. Yeah, like, Ooh, if, you look so at, bad. if you look at Marina's Bay for, like, the prime example, like, that's the first map, and the basket is right at the back of the map. Yeah. And the map is so long and it's so wide. Yeah. And you just and that I, that's why I think ninety nine percent of um games fail on that map is because you just don't get enough eggs. Yeah, um, because you're running back and forth. You're running unless back you and have forth. glowflies. Exactly. So when you look at Arc Polaris, Lost Outpost, and Salmon and Smokeyard, the baskets are in the middle of the maps, mm. and you can see like that's yeah. that's a big improvement. But but. Since we can throw the eggs now, does it right. really matter that much? Anymore? Right, exactly. If so, we do have them back, I, I don't want Marina's Bay back. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting done with that one. <laughs> but then yeah. we also have the maps from like the actual game itself, like the ranked, and you know, we they might get rid of all of those, but we mainly just play on, you know, the other maps that we have since they've shown one. 
Well, yeah, but, but that's, only for, that's that is... only for Big Run, which is which is completely separate, right? That's only happening every, uh, like, couple months, while normal Sam Run happens in between that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how do we know how much is a couple months? They might do a couple months in real time, or they might do it, like... No, 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 it'll be real time. From how, how sure? they were talking about it, I'd imagine. Yeah, those are, like, big events, I'd say. It's kind of like... Yeah. The, it's like, like the Splatfest of Sam and Run, uh... by the looks of things. So... I'd say that That's wouldn't fine. happen that often. Yeah, so I don't think... I was just looking. I don't think any maps are confirmed to come back. Oh, um, okay. And there's a, there were a couple of new maps in the trailer. But we direct. don't know so what they're... Do we know what they're called? So one of them is called Sockeye Station. Ah, yes. Sockeye Station. Um, and then there's another map that they've shown, which I think doesn't have a name right now. Uh, it's like it's like the and I, Egypt pyramid one uh, that we have. Yeah. Um, and the other one's just so, like, That's a thing. So that's all we know at the moment. Um, it'd be nice to see Arcolaris and Smokeyard come back because they're really good maps, mm-hmm. and I think like the design of them, their layout, they're all really good. And they will suit um, the throwing mechanics and the, the exactly new stuff. Yeah, like if you think of Arcolaris, it's quite uh, vertical, so you can throw eggs up. And then with Smokeyard, you've got that the two lifts yeah, in the, the middle lifts that take you across. You can throw eggs over them, so they kind of suit the mechanic of egg throw, whereas. Mm. Maruna's Bay and Spawning Grounds, I hope, never come back because they're just poorly designed maps. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. We want to talk about the King Summit? The big boys. The, the biggest oh, yeah. of big boys. Yeah. Because <laughs> my whole thing with that is just the damage. Because in the trailer, this Massive woman is so damage. excited. <laughs> so much damage. And then you just see the tiniest sliver of his health go down. So, like, is it more damage with a weapon? Is it more damage with an egg? Can you even really hit them that much with a weapon? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't explain too much about why this extra wave appears uh-huh. or what the best way of defeating it is. Because they show like this cannon, the egg cannon, right? Yeah. That you can shoot eggs. But th- what's interesting is from the um, from the description on the Splatoon Free website is that it, it doesn't recognize the extra wave as part of the main free waves yeah of the game. it's just like a bonus thing it's, like, yeah, if it's you like get there bonus. you get there if not then it's not that bad yeah it's you just still pass the wave yeah yeah um so and like i was thinking thinking about it from like an overfishing point of view like I don't think overfishers will be too interested in this extra wave because it's just killing a boss and that's it. It's not collecting eggs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that that will be interesting for overfishers to try and decipher mm-hmm. because like, we don't know why this extra wave is going to appear yet. Um, and we don't know if it's, when it's, if it's because you've reached a certain hazard level or your rank is all high, why this extra bo- uh, boss happens. So there could be an interesting point where like overfishers go, well, actually, we don't want to get past a certain threshold so that we don't trigger ah, the extra wave. Yeah, so that you can just keep like Maybe. focusing on actually just getting all those eggs as opposed to having to deal with the boss yeah. at the end. And That's going to be a lot of trial and error, though, because you're going to have to exactly. figure out, is it how many eggs you have yeah, overall? Exactly. Is it a certain timeline because you did it really sparse or something? Or, like, you put as many eggs in a certain, like, time before. Like, yeah. you got to the checkpoint before a certain amount of time that you have. Mm. Something like that. It could be literally anything. And you're going to yeah. have to figure that out. 
Or it could just be completely random. Random, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, they are not going to like that if it's random. If it's random, like, you will might never ever find out if it's random because there's so many variables exactly exactly and like i you know we do we have this thing called salmon timer which is a website that counts down from eight minutes Mm -hmm. and every time it hits zero everyone joins a freelance lobby at the same time um Mm. it's just to try and meet more people in the community that is because that timer works because we know how long a game of Salmon Run is and we sort of give a buffer of like 30 seconds on each side uh, yeah. as well. So you can't so, do that now because so how might, somebody might be in an extra wave right? and join back. So there's so much about the next wave in Splatoon 3 that is changing so much about Salmon Run as we know it now and as we have known it for like five years. Mm. Um, to be honest though, I'm kind of stoked for the um, the extra wave. Like the box. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks Especially really the clothes fun. and like, well, we don't even know what else you might actually get. They might add like some ridiculous buffs or something, or like you can use something in the next round that you play. We don't know. Mm. So. Yeah, and you use golden eggs for offense. Like you shoot golden eggs at the boss. Mm. Yeah. Right? You don't collect them. So that's also using golden eggs in a completely different way to how we know already yeah and maybe the better you like obviously i suppose this kind of makes a lot of sense the better you do in the past three weeks is the amount of ammo you have to take on this boss yeah so just then mm-hmm. maybe it is better to get more eggs then because maybe maybe overfishers start being like nah i don't want me doing this and then if they actually do get like you know to a certain threshold of eggs and then just spam it at the boss it'll just take it out really quickly depending maybe. and then maybe or that they'll just them more. all die yeah or if he dies you might get way more eggs yeah yeah because you do get rewards for beating it and we just don't yeah, know because he's a fish yeah. He, yeah he's a big fish you might get loads. <laughs> you might get like fish. 20 you might get like plus 20 eggs mm. just for killing him or something so you don't yeah. know yeah yeah no it it looks really good and i like the fact that they're adding more to salmon run right oh, that was oh, my yeah. main my main takeaway from watching the direct uh the direct last week and the sort of the video a, a few months ago was like it was like holy shit they realized that there's a community of people that really like salmon run yes because when you look at salmon run now you can sort of go this was made as an extra sort of add-on to get chunks to get abilities to farm money and to practice with weapons it was meant to be like this little side thing that you could do just to relax or do something different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now they've sort of made it into this fully fledged mode with all these new bosses and the biggest takeaway is that salmon run will be available 24 7 yeah um which as we all know currently isn't so you know it's it's really like that was my biggest takeaway was like oh my god they've put so much effort into salmon run they've really noticed that there's a community out there that pretty much only play this mode <laughs> i would probably say 90 percent of the time i've spent in splatoon 2 has been on salmon run mm-hmm. so i wonder how many hours you have that, do you want me to tell you that, <laughs> just that alone so i yeah. recently i recent because someone else while i was streaming i think last week or the week before asked me how many hours i had and i was like all right let me check mm-hmm. i just crossed five thousand hours oh in splatoon my 2. <laughs> how much is I want to know exactly how much of that is just just salmon run. Well, you could probably make, make a really good educated guess when, because you know how many it shows you how many shifts you've done in salmon run. Yeah. yeah. So I I am almost at twenty one thousand shifts. 
I'm at like 20,900 or something crazy. Like hey, that. if somebody in the comments wants to do the math, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. Team, what? Listen, 21,000 shifts isn't even that crazy compared to some of the other people I know in the community. I Let me just tell know. you that. I can just imagine. So imagine what that's going to be like if you can just play Summer Run 24 7. Yeah, yeah, because you have to also oh. keep in mind that this is from not being able to do it, like all the time you can't just hop on at any given time and be like ah i'm gonna play some summer especially at the beginning of splatoon 2 like they weren't yeah. it wasn't that often no they definitely kept the space was longer wasn't it mm. the time was longer in between yeah i think so for me like that's probably like selfishly like the biggest quality of life improvement is because i genuinely plan my streams around which rotations are live because the community, again, have got a website that has got all the data from all the future rotations mm-hmm. that are coming up. So if you want, you can find what rotations are coming up months and into the future. Mm-hmm. So it's like I will plan certain streams around that and trying to organize my life <laughs> and personal life around the world. That's the so sad. <laughs> it is. It is when you think about it, right? It's like, okay, but I need it to makes play this, rota- this rotation. <laughs> I think that's better though, because then you know what you're gonna do at that time, at that day, instead right, listen, of having to do it off a whim. When I, when I've planned streams with people, like people are like, oh, we should play together. I'm like, okay, and I I, I show them a list of rotations that I can do. Oh, I'm like, oh my god. So 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 someone is someone I know reached out to me and was like, oh, there's three of us and we really want to try and get our nines this Tuesday coming up, like in two days, mm-hmm. right? And um, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. This rotation's really good. I can do Tuesday night. I'll meet you at 9 p.m. And then I forgot that I've actually got plans oh. and I can't. So, But it's like, we've I, I planned that for like a month in advance. And then I remembered my plans last week. Oh, I was like, I can't no, make it. No. <laughs> but like ev- ev- every time that I've sort of planned a salmon run, it's been like a month in advance. That's like, well, insane. apart from the only... The only person that I didn't, that I got quite lucky with, was actually Dude. Um, really? Yeah, like, I reached out to him, and he was like, Rach, the only weekend I can do is this weekend coming. And I was like, oh my god, me too. <laughs> 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 because, like, neither of us could do, like, the next month of weekends, because obviously Dude is a very busy man. Yes. And yes. I had a lot of other stuff going on as well. And so we sort of planned it in, like, four days. But that's a rarity. Yes. Like, normally, if I do these, like, planned collab streams with people then it's like a month or two months in advance oh wait on... so me playing with you on wednesday oh wait it's about the same <laughs> yeah that's that's super quick <laughs> yeah, like genuinely i remember there's this there's this one woman in the community who i love she's called Nin- uh, nanja mm-hmm. right i adore her mm-hmm. but she's older as well you know she's not student like most people are in the community mm-hmm. so she's got okay. her own life and i remember we were like let's do a twin lance together where two of you go from 400 to 999 mm-hmm. right and twin lancing has its own challenges and fun with it and we were like okay let's plan it we planned it six weeks in advance oh my God. we were like these are the days that we're free and the only ones that lined up were six weeks in advance for a, a rotation that ended up being really good so i like remember putting it in my diary twin lance with nanja oh <laughs> for six weeks time <laughs> so like summer run being available 24 7 huge quality of life yes, change for me huge deal oh huge my goodness deal. and yet again yeah. competitive players this meant very little to them like casuals competitive like of, of in in pvp stuff it's just like ah, oh, i could play so whatever um 
But then the actual Saffron community was like, oh, we can play Saffron whenever. It's it's so mega. I remember, I remember. you know, when the first trailer for the next wave came out? When was it? It was like February this year, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, I remember reading tweets from people like Shaq and Negus, and they were like, bro, we watched a whole Splatoon direct and it was just Salmon Run. <laughs> <laughs> Because obviously, like, they're comp players, yeah. right? And they're comp yeah. streamers. And I just remember being like, oh, it's, like, the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that makes sense, right? Like, if it was a whole stream on just, like, like a new ranked mode or something, like, they'd be mm-hmm. popping off and you'd be like, well, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, we've got a lot. We've uh, comp, yeah, we d- we d- comp and creators, yeah, we-, we got a ton of shit. Yeah. So yeah. if I don't want to, I kind of just don't want to see people, especially on Twitter, complaining. Oh, some of them got this, some of them got that. Oh, they got more stuff. They move like sit, sit down, let them have their moment. Yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> let them have their thing. Exactly. Because yeah. I so, know, yeah. I know for a fact. You know the card game. I know for a fucking fact that people are gonna start complaining about that shit. Ugh, I yeah. know they're gonna yeah. be are people just playing this game for because it's the card, the card game. It's just because basically, um, what's the game called? Uh, tabletop turf. Tabletop yeah, turf. Like, yeah, like, just like, just let people enjoy just, what they just... want to enjoy. <laughs> also, also, when did when did we become so elitist uh, about rent? Like, I know. Let people what the play fuck? salmon. Let people play card <laughs> games. Let people play turf war. You know, oh, let them enjoy. Imagine just, yeah, imagine just enjoying a video game. I know, like, I, I, know. I know. This is it's like it's like the it's like it's positives and negatives and everything. And you see that, like especially like bigger games, mm. like you see like the media and all that. It's like, <laughs> and then you see like just like nice community, and then you just see little things like that, and it's just, it just irks me. Yeah, and it's like I try not to look at it, but sometimes it's like. We got enough for everybody. We got enough for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially from like this recent direct, there was so much for PvP. So so much, and I'm so stoked for it as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just dumb that like let's get it out. uh, The PvP people, like a lot of the very more competitive people, can't really like do the same for Salmon Run. You know, yeah, they can't. They really, they, they, like, they don't care. They don't. It's competitive or nothing. You know, like this is this is. I think this is why Brian is so respected in the Samurang community mm. because he crosses both thresholds. Yeah, he's in right? both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sees like both, and it's like, yeah, he's hugely respected in the Samurang community as well. Mm. So good for him. He's yeah, done he's a, a lot legend. Too, so, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. legend. <laughs> yeah, he's he's exposed Samurang to PvP players. Mm. so definitely he's got the reach for it yeah like I, I remember seeing a tweet from Kiva being like salmon run is fr- uh, fun when you play with friends and I was like yes Aww. go Brian <laughs> yes <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh. oh one thing one thing we didn't talk about with the extra wave was the fish scales oh right? yes that's very important yeah 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 which are like you can exchange them for things <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yes. Things. I don't know what, but some sort of reward. Things and uh, new uniforms so you can not look the same. 
It's oh, just yeah. customization. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, because in summer and at the minute you've got one work outfit, right? Yeah. I can't Whereas wait to the... see them to be honest. It's, yeah, it's I'm so curious. Trip. My headcanon for that is that I like to think that, that eventually the inklings and octolings like unionized and one of the ways that uh Mr. Graves was like, Alright, fine was because you know, in like the rest of like Splatoon, the whole point is they're very all very customized and they love their fashion and whatnot. Can you imagine if you were spending all your time as an inkling or an octoling <laughs> during Salmon Run and you had to be in the same clothes all the time and you change mm-hmm. it normally whenever you're playing League or Ranked or whatever. And I, I feel like my personal headcanon is that they lobbied for this in some way. They were like, we can't stand this. And they had different, they had lots of different things they wanted. But Mr. Gross was like, fine. You can you can have a different uniform. And that was like all he budged. That was it. <laughs> and they were like, you it know what, we'll sense. take it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Like bringing more things over to Samaran, mm. like customization. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Be good. And one of the one of the other things is like there'll be special reward well, there'll be rewards that you can get from just playing Samurun mm. as well. So it will show like you know, with the splash tags. Yeah. There'll be yeah. like special designs just for reach and sort of pro like just for hitting targets or goals in Samurun. So you'll be able to see like who only plays Samurai versus who only plays <laughs> PvP, right? Which is really so. cool to be able to like display that in a way. Also, yeah. probably in your locker as well. Can you imagine if you get to a certain point, you can have like a gold egg in your locker? Um, my locker is just going to be filled with thousands of gold eggs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Fry. <laughs> yeah, like um, even in real life, like the amount of like I appreciate the giving us more salmon run vibes, like the 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 what's it called little buddy oh yeah yeah the plush and the amiibo like my god my face when i saw that little buddy amiibo i was so excited yeah it was so funny whenever they first announced splatoon 3 and a number of us were like when we saw little buddy we're like oh no rachel's gonna have uh this is gonna how how is she gonna get through this She's been killing like them a, for so long. <laughs> like legit, up until probably the direct last week, I was like, nah, I don't want little buddy anywhere near me. I hate them. They've caused me misery. For <laughs> but then I saw that amiibo and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> All it takes. All it takes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, plushy yeah, and an amiibo and that'll do it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Nintendo knows what they're doing. <laughs> mm. I think that's most oh, things. The training ones. room. Yes, oh training room's a big thing. We didn't know about this. This oh. is on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of stuff that they and um a lot of stuff that they've announced for Salmon Run they didn't show in the direct last okay. week. A lot of this information is on their website. And much like the training room in PvP, there is now gonna be uh like a I think they call it like a new office building. For salmon run, mm. um, where you have like target practice, and it says you can practice egg throwing, Ooh. which is amazing. So you can know the exact trajectory and what happens if it like hits different surfaces and whatnot. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and like the uh, PvP thing, you'll watch um, the ghost. Like you'll have the ghosts. Oh, the ghosts! The people oh. in your lobby as well. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So cool. you can interact with them and stuff. 
Nice. Like, yeah, so that's, that's just, I mean, that's a huge quality of life improvement just for Splatoon 3 overall, mm. like for both PvP and Samaran. Like, how many times do we, how much time have we spent waiting in lobbies? <laughs> yeah, just sitting here. And then sometimes you can wiggle the joysticks and the music mm-hmm. goes weird and that's it. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so like having this training room where you can mess about, throw eggs and mm-hmm. try out different weapons. I'm really interested to see what happens when you throw eggs into the water. Oh yeah. That was like... I, I think they'll of... just disappear though. <laughs> right, so that was a lot of... When we first had the first information about the next wave earlier this year, a lot of people were like, oh my god, egg throw. And then the the, the next thought was like, oh my god, people are literally going to be throwing their mattresses. Yeah, because yeah. You, they can't swim, so it's not like you can go in and get them. Yes, yeah, I think that's, that's it. You're fucked. Oh, no. <laughs> so there is... Literal throwing. Yeah. Like... yeah, so there's like two two schools of thought. You either can't throw an egg into the water and it sort of just lands. There's like an invisible wall and uh, it will just land yeah. at the shore. Like that's how, or... that's how if something dies like right beside the the you know the beach or whatever, that's what happens to the eggs. If it's like on over the yeah. water, it, it gets pushed in. But yeah. Yeah. Or they get thrown into the water and that's it, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But then it's like Nintendo, you do realize people will do that when you let them freelance. Um, Literally, that will be the first thing I do on ninth of September is I will go into Samaran <laughs> and I will throw an egg into the water because I wanna see what happens. <laughs> it's very important. This Bad is for man. science. It is for science. A lot of a lot of games you throw or you dick about with the RNG or the tech just to find out what happens when you push the limits of the game. Yeah. So I will definitely yeah. be doing that for the first week of release in Samaran. <laughs> How many eggs can you throw in the water in a ninety second game? Because <laughs> yeah, you you need to kill the bosses, but then completely just not water. <laughs> The I'm really um, another thing actually that I think will be interesting to talk about is I'm really interested for the tutorial for Salmon Run. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember the tutorial for Salmon Run and Splatoon Two. Is it is it separated into two? I think I remember that. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. And then um, you have to kill and bosses, and then it's like, hey, now you can go. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really shit. When you <laughs> oh yeah, it was it. so bad. It was really really bad. Like people would ask me to play, and I was like, "I, you have to do the tutorial." And the tutorial didn't really give you much, especially with like special. Yeah, ones. it didn't even tell you yeah, that they... a griller existed, and then a griller yeah, comes, like... out and comes and runs you over, right? <laughs> like, right, how do we and... deal with this? And the thing is, as well, like a lot of those night waves, um, they don't appear until you get to certain ranks. Oh. So, like. I think it's what's the rank before professional? It's apprentice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe I I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just trying to think off the top of my head because it's been a while since I've done it. Yeah. Um. I th- no, no, no. It's not apprentice. It's overachiever, right? Uh, yeah. So, so it it goes. You do the two tutorials, mm-hmm. and then it goes apprentice, part timer, go getter, overachiever, and a professional. Yeah. Right. Um. So there are some night waves that do not spawn until you get to overachiever right Right. and overachiever is only zero to a hundred again so it is extremely possible that you can go throughout the whole of overachiever without seeing gorillas without seeing mothership oh my god and then you're in the professional 
and then and then you're you're a level forty professional, and you can get ranked with someone who's a nine hundred and ninety nine professional. And you have no idea what a griller is. And you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and imagine so, getting chucked into like it wouldn't put you into uh like nines lobby because you'd be too low, right? Uh, even if there was someone at nines, the lobby itself would not be nines. Uh, so but, it has to it has to average two thousand four hundred. Uh huh. Or it has to well not average, sorry. It has to um, add up to surpass two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you had. Uh, Did you have three sets you... of nines in there, and then yeah, oh, and then you get a baby nice. profresh. They oh. they would go straight into HLM. Yeah, so I think one of the the biggest um, complaints about Salmon Run is the ranking system. Mm. Yeah, um, because it, it it is so poor. It's it, it it it's like an afterthought basically. And I get I the way I sort of surmise it in my head is like they didn't think Salmon Run was going to be as popular as it was. Yeah, yeah. they didn't think um, this through. <laughs> Yeah, so they d- they didn't think that maybe you shouldn't have a professional forty and with a professional nine nine nine. Um, and it's you know so there's also the like if your lobby surpasses two thousand four hundred, and then there's also like pay grades, which are certain percentages on how much you get paid in rewards, and there's also a hazard level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and hazard level max is two hundred percent difficulty. Um. And so that's equivalent to all the ranks being 2,400 or higher. Uh-huh. Um, in Splatoon 3, they've increased they've increased that hazard level. And it says we've even recorded a 333% increase in hazard level oh, at the sites where executive VP people work. Yes, so right. that's the new... Like so highest... you have now you have an extra rank. So you'll have professional and then you'll have executive VP. That's good. So it's like your extra, extra, extra rank. Yeah, yeah, that's actually yeah. funny. They should have done that in the first place. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I guess, but like another another quality of life improvement that they did do for Splatoon Two is like when you get to prof- professional nine nine nine, you used to reset down to one hundred. Oh. And then oh. after a while, one of the patches brought that up to two hundred, three hundred, or four hundred. Mm. So, so clearly, like they see professional four hundred as a separate rank from anything. Yeah, below it. it, Yeah, you have to get there and then all that's about maintain it. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming executive VP will be professional equivalent to professional 400 or higher. That's why, or maybe professional 600 and higher. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. And it would be it'd be really nice because you always hear people complaining about randos and freelancers, and I I do it all the time as well. But a lot of it is down to the fact that how the game is designed and who it pairs you with. Like the tutorial is garbage. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it doesn't tell you enough, and it tells you like quite bad things. Um, so when you do end up in a lobby way higher than you, <laughs> you just spend your time dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. No, exactly, exactly. There just isn't really um, much you can be doing, right? Like if you're used to having a quota of ten. And then you suddenly go into a quota of twenty-one. Yeah, yes. giant difference. <laughs> yeah, because the, the difficulty of bosses is insane. The the difference, um, and it, even things like um, rush, like the the chum rush you faster at hazard level max compared to the other ranks. Yeah, there's no way they'd be ready for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just thinking of all these baby oh. squids accidentally getting into professional uh, nines games. Yeah, that's <laughs> I would not be doing. <laughs> so, 
no but i'm i'm super like again that's a huge quality of life improvement for people like me that mm. play it some like very seriously or like at a very high level mm-hmm. just just separate that i'm sure people have the same complaints about solo queue mm-hmm. um and that yeah, i think splatoon prioritize prioritizes quicker matches over quality matches doesn't it right yeah yeah. Um, so it'll be nice to see that change in Splatoon Three. Maybe I don't know about PvP, mm. but because I get scared when I go into a JP lobby and it's like <laughs> av- average X rank power twenty six hundred, and you're like, "Holy crap! What am I doing in here?" Please yeah. let me go back to my actual lobby, but I'm scared. Home. Yeah. yeah, but now you can choose though, so it's way. Oh yeah, you got the region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm so glad. There's so many things that we put into this mm, game in general. So many quality, just, just, even just like quality of life stuff, like mm-hmm. that. You know, it's not like big and flashy, but it's useful. You know. Mm. Yeah, like skipping the news. Hugely <laughs> useful. <laughs> Very useful. Okay. I think that is. Oh, well, we it. didn't really talk about Big Run. Oh yeah. Well, we don't yeah, know much about it. Yeah. Right? So it's we just... talked a little bit about it, but yeah, that's it. It's just whatever oh, we. It's just the main thing, but on the on the actual on the other maps. Yeah, and might be more like the Splatfest of Salmon Run in a way that it's an event. Hey. So like the, might bi- not? the biggest wish that I had for Splatoon Three was endless Salmon Run. Mm-hmm. That was like my absolute like. If I could wish for anything in this game, it would be to have an endless horde mode, right? <laughs> Where the difficulty slightly goes up each time and you just see how long you can go. I would have loved that. Mm-hmm. The fact that we didn't get that doesn't really upset me too much because it's sort of like a, a long shot. Yeah. But we get something called Big Run instead, which looks equivalent to like a Splatfest. Happens every couple of months or so and the Salmonids are going to overtake everything. Yeah, looks so dope. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. And I, I like the idea that that might be a way that old maps come back, like old maps that they're not bringing to like competitive to ranked or whatever. That you can just flood them and mm-hmm. see how it works for Salmon Run. Mm-hmm. I like that concept, so that it doesn't need to be stuck to the maps that you can play in ranked or whatever. Because I think they have rails and stuff to Moray. I think that might be really cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. With just the different levels. I don't know. There's, I just think because the maps that we do have, even the ones that we're leaving behind in Splatoon 2, because they're all so distinctive from each other and they have their own kind of style to them, they could work in very interesting ways for Big Run. Yeah, like just the trailer with Wahoo World mm-hmm. completely flooded. I was, I was just like, wow. Like, I didn't even know what to say because I don't think anyone was expecting it. Nope. No, no, um, no. And it looks amazing. Yeah. It looks so cool. Yeah. And, I, oh, the chaos of it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm super, I'm super excited for that. Um, And the other thing that I wanted to talk about actually mm-hmm. is Grisco weapons. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because like at the moment we have four, right? We have the Blaster, the Brella, the Charger and the Slosher. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll get a new one. I think we've, I think someone in the community found a picture of the Grisco Charger in the background of Sheldon's, you know where you go to get the weapons? Oh, his shop, yeah. 
Yeah, there's a picture of the Grisco charger in the background. Um, so it looks like the charger is might be coming back. Mm-hmm. I like the the slaughter. I hope they bring that one back because I just like the oh, way me too. it it just feels so different. You know, yeah. it plays so different. And the way it, it. and it pierces everything. And the fact that you can kill um, fly fish with it as well, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I just I love the the aspect of the possibility of the Grisco weapons where they can completely uh, flip like a like a weapon class on its head because uh-huh. all all they are is that weapon but different. They don't have to be spam. Uh, they can do anything with them, right? Like imagine, imagine a Grisco roller with like the movement of a carbon, but the power of a dynamo. Oh my god, that'd be so cool! That'd be so imagine. cool. Yeah, like I would, mm. I would love a revamp of the Brella as well because the Brella is kind of garbage. Mm. Right? Yeah, the Brella shit. It's, it's so it's so rubbish. All it does is paint well. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but I would love it if you had the same the same weapon, but it popped out tense like the tent. Yes, Brella. yes, yes. Like that'd be so cool if it was just immediate like. You've got the tent back each time, you know? Yeah, like it spawns super quick or it's got like a high uh, damage amount on it so mm-hmm. it can withstand quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I'm hoping we get some different Grisco weapons. Um, or like, just like, one of the other things as well that is really fun about sa- uh, Salmon Run as it is, is like, you know, the Explosher mm-hmm. can take out flyfish baskets. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen someone do that before. I have a feeling it's silly. I've been like, did you know that this does this? And then showed me and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, and she's like, yeah. Why did you not know this? Random. Yeah. Like, it, it's not immediately clear that you can do that. Yeah. And and I think the only reason that was added is because the Explo was a new weapon for Splatoon 2, right? Mm. It was added later. So they incorporated the weapon into Salmon Run, into Salmon Run separately. Mm-hmm. Um, the same that they did with the slosher as well. Um, so it'd be interesting to see certain tech with weapons work that way in the new game in Splatoon 3. Like if there'll be any different ways to use them. It's already clear that they're looking at Salmon Run as more of a like its own thing as opposed to just an yeah. add-on. So I feel like that's likely. Like it's all done in mind. Um Yeah. Yeah, like it's just there's so much to look forward to, and it's not long to go now. No, it's really not. It's really not. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> so hyped. Yeah, so just hyped. even from like a salmon run perspective, I have so much to look forward to mm-hmm. and to do that I'm almost going to be neglecting the other parts of the game <laughs> for a while. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That completely makes sense. Um, because you know you've like this is. This is a lot of stuff. We have been talking about this for like almost an hour and a quarter here, <laughs> and therefore it kind of shows that there's a lot, there's a lot just on Salmon Run to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, and this is just what we've seen so far. Mm. We haven't even played the game. We haven't seen really that much. Yeah, and some of this is plenty just more speculation at this point. Yeah. So who so, knows? Yep. <laughs> But yes, much, much more. (laughs) That being said, we should probably um, wrap this up a little bit um, Mm -hmm. so that we can get Mm -hmm. on to the interview with Pixel Squid. Um, But thank you so much for this, by the way. You did so much research for this as well. We were like, we looked at the direct and we were like, ah, yes, we'll write a little list. And then um, Rachel just came in with so much more for us. And we're just like, yes, yes, this is what we need. 
Um, Imagine if I was just a full-time Salmon Run employee. Like, I put so much effort and I care so much about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you're just, like, you're an actual employee for Mr. Grizz and this is all just, like, a PR stunt, you know? Like... Who knows? Mm. Uh, but yes, thank you so much. This has been so good. Oh my goodness. Oh, my pleasure. It's been so fun. It has. It has indeed. And we really, like, I love the idea of coming back to look at this after, um, like, like a, like a good couple of months from now, once, like, everything's settled and stuff, like, people have been figuring out stuff about Salmon Run that maybe isn't immediately uh-huh. obvious, and we can come back and talk about what we knew and what we didn't, um, and how things that we maybe speculated about, um, how they maybe like came true or didn't, you know, <laughs> possibly be. didn't come true. Possibly yeah. didn't come true. Yeah, but yeah, I think that would be awesome. Oh my goodness! Um, Sounds like a good idea. But yes, thank you so much for doing this. Really, really appreciated. Um, but yes, we're going to we're going <laughs> to finish up this section of the podcast. Um, so love to have you on again at some point in the near future because it's always so much yes. fun um yes yeah and yeah i think we're gonna finish up here and we'll just pass it on over to the interview section welcome everyone now we're on to the interview uh section of the podcast and we have on today pixel squid who we have had on the podcast before talking about school team three and if you if you watched our last podcast, you would have heard it as well. <laughs> Talking about Splatoon three. Um, so Pixel, Hello. introduce yourself. I'm Pixel Squid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What do you do, Pixel Squid? Who are I you? I am a content creator. I do like various events, tournaments. Uh, yeah, I do, I do a lot of stuff. Uh, like mainly on YouTube and just for the UK Splatoon community. Yeah, nice. Love that. All right. Well, we are going to start asking you questions about like how you start out in Splatoon, what brought you here, what got you into those kind of things. Um, but I think uh, Ty's going to start okay, so with Pixel, that. What originally got you into Splatoon? Uh, I don't know. It's got picked up i like nintendo um I, like i think i originally saw the game uh it was at, i think to uh, e3 2014 i showed it off for the first time and it looked really cool and then i te- done the uh uh test fires like a, a few weeks before the original came out on the wii u back in may 2015 and yeah that was it was so fun so i just d- d- decided to pick up uh, and then I've been playing the game for seven years. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh could it be me? Feel old. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy when it hits ten in like a few years. It's like, oh my god! Oh, that's weird. Yo, that that's like a whole child. Yeah, literally. Like, there's there's like probably like. Five year old kids who got into Splatoon like right now. It's like that's, well, that's messed up. That's so messed that's up. Messed up. <laughs> it is though. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh... But yeah, um, played Splatoon on the Wii U, then Splatoon Two on the 
on the Nintendo Switch. And then Splatoon 3 this September. Oh my it's god. It's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> yes. If you're I don't know how you would have got this far through our podcast. Like there's there's already been two other podcasts talking about Splatoon 3. If you didn't know it's coming out on September 9th, that is surprising. Um <laughs> got this Splatoon 3, the hit title from Nintendo, coming to the Nintendo Switch with the Splatoon 3 OLED Switch in this like next week. And then the games come out September 9th. Ink, turf, busy all the maps. Mm, that it's crazy. But right, <laughs> is on to the crazy. next question to keep this moving. Um, what was your first <laughs> weapon that you got, like, like, like you maned or really got into? Yeah, like... In Splatoon 1 or 2? Mm, probably Splatoon 1. But you can give us both. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, oh uh, yeah, I guess I can say both. Mm. For the first one, uh, I, I played with a lot of uh, weapons, but I think the one I used to, uh, used to use a lot was one of the Eris rays. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that weapon so much. I still use it today. Oh and then for Splatoon Two, I honestly got really into the Octobrush. Uh, mainly, that. yeah, brush main, brush main. What? Yeah, definitely a brush main. But like, uh, which kits? I think I used. Funny enough, I used. I it was because around that time, only two kits for the Octobrush came out. Uh, which was the Octobrush and the Octobrush New Girl. Uh, yeah, one, both are good. Wasn't one of them the Inkjet one? Ink, I've Inkjet one. Oh no, no, I think Nouveau, Nouveau. I'm probably saying that wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> um, has the beacon and missiles, mm-hmm. and then uh, the first, the original one is I think Autobomb and Inkjet. Chicken, yeah, chicken and yeah, yeah. Inkjet. Yeah, that, that rings a bell. Could never get into yeah. either of them, but that rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely use those definitely in like early competitive for Splatoon 2. Yes, I remember um, being on a team with you when you were a brushman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I made some like good plays with that Octobrush, but <laughs> Ooh, those I can't... years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it has been a little while. But um, I guess recently, like I still I've been playing a lot more we- weapons recently. But hmm. uh, I've been using more the Kens Octobrush because that kit was like amazing. Suction and Ultra Stamp. Mm. Oh my god, what a good kit! Yeah, out of out of the three of them, that that makes sense to me as being the best. Like still missiles. Hmm. Missiles, <laughs> so it gets play. Um, and Inkjet has uh, like, been nerfed pretty hard, but yeah. Funny enough, I actually started to use the um the Tentima missiles one more in ranked recently. Uh-huh. It actually worked out really well. Uh-huh. It's like, oh my god, it, I might actually start using it's this. Meta more. for a reason, <laughs> Pixel. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, like Octobrush New Rule, like. Definitely plays definitely differently with the uh, of octobrushes. You need to play more support, mm. like painting up more, yeah, and then placing bomb. beacons down. Yeah, you don't have a bomb. Like, mm. imagine yeah. a, a brush a front, bomb. Like, That's just weird. But it, it works though because like you just paint more and just get general control, like more like a support, and then just get because you want to get like turf points to get uh, your missiles out. Yeah. Get them out. <laughs> Keep getting them out. <laughs> beacon jump the there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, you play that weapon as a missiles man, not as a brush man. Um, to think, I guess, I guess, to so. think about it, like back when Splatoon two originally came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, missiles," and then it just over time, eventually, everyone was like, "But missiles, though." <laughs> and it's so funny to think how 
some of those original weapons you're like okay I can kind of like I can see people with it and I can send missiles after them I suppose um, but maybe I should play a different yeah. weapon and now it's like well we need a missiles person though on the team we need, yeah. we need to no nobody likes missiles anymore did you see their reaction when they brought it back for Splatoon 3 mm, everybody it, not everyone it's though. very funny nobody likes I that. think we all manifested uh, <laughs> ourselves to come back for Splatoon 3 that's just my favorite right now yeah it took Probably. us too long to put it in the menace Nintendo was like mm, maybe we'll let them have it for a bit longer um, but yes uh, on to I suppose the third question. The next question, which is, what did you find hard about the game when you first started to play it? Mm. I didn't find anything hard because I'm that good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Younger Pixel I, I, okay. was just too much of a gamer. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, too, 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 too gamer for Spursuit. But like. Thinking it's it's hard to think like what I actually found difficult. I think was just getting adjusted to the gyro controls because it was just a new thing mm, um, yeah. around that time, and yeah, like it's it's hard to like because I've been playing we've been playing the game so much. It's hard to go like think back at the start when you, you first played Splatoon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. Wait, how old you? are like teen. I was Teenager. about, to, I was about to turn fifteen when Splatoon oh my was god, so baby, <laughs> no, no. I'm not baby, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. I grow, I grow, I grow up with Splatoon. That's all. That's so weird. Oh, it's like you hear it from like other people. Yeah, this was my childhood. Yeah, I grew up with this game. But I grew up with this TV show, mm-hmm. and it's like. Yeah, you really did. Like <laughs> nearly ten years later. Like, oh. But then. But talking about going back to the seven years since the original game, I when I I like with a, like when I talk to like more newer players and all that stuff, they like around the age I started to play in the game. That's very. It's true. like what the hell? Like what is this? Yeah, it, it's been so weird. Like having been because I I also I agree with you. I think I was maybe uh sixteen, close to being seventeen whenever uh Splatoon uh originally came out. And it's so weird now, being so much older, and being like, oh, <laughs> oh, you see, like, even before, even before, uh, like, COVID and, and like, we weren't able to go to LANs for ages, I remember going to LAN events and being like, damn, some of the people we're, like, playing against are, like, actual teenagers, and I was so past being a teenager by that point, maybe, like, uh, 2018, 2019, um, and it was just like, oh, they, they, there are some young kids here. This feels weird <laughs> playing against yeah, children. I, I, yeah, I think <laughs> I felt that a lot more um, after um, like pandemic and when like the recent events that ruin yeah. um, happened. I, I, I just realized, oh yeah, I'm the old one now. <laughs> it's like. It's, I guess everyone has like, I guess a growth spurt between the pandemic because it's been two years, uh, like gap between like the last Splatoon events for the yeah. UK. Yeah, so. well, it's really weird to see all these small kids and then they're like taller than me, and I was like, wow. That, time yeah, just it's, flies. It's, <laughs> it's literally the merch uh grow uh growth spurt and from Splatoon two to Splatoon three. No, basically, <laughs> it is though. <laughs> 
How did we get into the Splatoon community? Um, well, we'll start with that. Like, how did you end up what? with other people who played Splatoon? Well, what was the? Yeah. How did this start? I uh, yeah. How do I? <laughs> uh, I I think it's I we just talking about the general Splatoon community or like UK. Well, I'd say, uh, I'd say, like, how did you get into the community, like, at all? In general, yeah. Yeah, and then maybe. Well, I played the game, of course. Yeah, but I mean, like, like <laughs> talking to people. You know, was it Discord? No, was it communication, Twitter? like playing with the team. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I, I, I always had like more. It's not really a statement, but like, I kind of just I didn't really talk to a lot of people in the general specimen community, more just UK community. I think the main points I got into it was mainly from like um starting to enter like online at dash off offline tournaments so it, back in 2016 there was the Gfinity's Splatoon Great British Spell which oh, yeah, I remember that oh I heard about that the whole so I entered uh, I, I, I forgot oh no uh, okay, it's it, I entered with some of my friends uh, at school at the time, and then again go against so the so many people that I didn't realize who they were at the time until like Splatoon Two era. So I entered into that. Uh, luckily, our team got like into like a random invite to do like enter the top eight at the June thirty like venue. Ooh. So we decided to go to that, and I met quite a few people. But I don't know I was very social. Um, and had social anxiety, so I didn't really talk to a lot. So I, maybe a bit, a bit, a few, but more just stick to my friends. But then when Splatoon Two came around, that was the time where I started to talk to more people, even on Discord or just like in, going to these events and stuff. So I guess that's was my uh big entry. To that's enter pretty Splatoon good. Community. We did like a whole three sixty of being like super anxious or have anxiety and now you literally just talk to anyone and everyone yeah and you well, have I, a big <laughs> confidence team like, <laughs> you have a lot i'm i i i i show my like i show that i have big confidence but sometimes i do have a bit anxious i'm a bit anxious sometimes but yeah you just need to be confident yeah that's just that's that's the motto motto in this interview just be confident yes yeah, just that easy <laughs> it is though but yeah like as going quickly back to the uh, specimen community, it's like for the UK, like for one, it was very hard to like. There was not really any groups uh, for like, the first year. Sure, I believe there was like specimen UK Facebook, some other places, a specimen, uh, one of the original specimen Discord also got like set up uh, between the end of specimen two, specimen two. So it started to like there was forming uh, communities. Like up more end of Splatoon one to the start of Splatoon two really, mm -hmm. so yeah, hmm. it's interesting. It is to look back and realize how we got here, you know. Um, Literally, yeah, because we've all got like different stories of how we ended up <laughs> in these communities. It is kind of it's weird. Um, I I didn't touch um 
Sebastian Amina, Mina Oh, I did. Oh my god. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember you said that in in the podcast, one of the original podcasts. Yeah. I I know that that felt like fate. I, I wasn't going to touch that. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, I, I it was. Don't know what Discord is. I I know I didn't. I was new to Discord. I didn't know anything. I the only. Thing, like when I first started, I went to YouTube first, mm-hmm. first, and then Twitch, and then Discord. So all I was seeing is just this like ads for this app and shit. I was like, okay, we'll try. See I didn't cave in. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know. You're, saying you're better than us. Is this where this is going? What, right? no, so I didn't no, wow. no, 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 no. Like, uh, uh, charms, like you too. <laughs> <laughs> More early uh, special days, I also looked at YouTube. And I noticed a lot of people were advertising the app. Yeah. And it's like, I'm I'm not gonna charge this. This feels bait. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, you but had then... your Splatoon friends in real life. The rest of us were just suffering. Basically, <laughs> just online, no friends. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like it seems like a cool app, but I would never want to touch <laughs> it. I feel. Wow. <laughs> but like, I I am curious. Like, I bet there's a bunch of people who use the app to start hmm. uh joining splashing community and stuff i'm i'm actually gonna ask that to some other people I don't know, yeah yeah because... Mino does tend to come up from uh what i've heard like maybe not specifically the people we've talked to on the podcast but what i've heard from other people is a lot of people come through i mean because that's the thing right if you're if you don't know what discord is you're not like on twitter like that um and maybe you could find your way through facebook but yeah, whenever I've heard a few people go through Facebook, yeah, uh, yeah, f- yeah, like Facebook, Facebook is still is a possibility. Good. Yeah, uh, I feel like Twitter is probably like the least one. It's not really a community; it's just your profile, and that's it. Well, it's more people you already know. Mm. Yeah, because all my followers are people that I've already met already. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So, but yeah, if like if you're in that scenario, then and and you look up on like the app store Splatoon. What's gonna come up, Amino? Right? <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Like, how else are you going to figure out that Discord is kind of like the the place for these communities? You have to have your way in. The only other thing I can think of is like starting from lands, right? Going to a land yeah. and then, or going to a meetup or an event or a tournament or something, and just being like. But a lot of those are advertised through Discord. Yeah, but then it's interesting, like early days for Splatoon as well. Um, this because Discord was uh like started in the same uh, around the same time Splatoon the original Splatoon came out, so mm. Discord was very new still. So not a lot of people knew about it until like more two thousand sixteen to two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. I think I got into it like a year after um uh, Splatoon's launch, because I around then I got into Amino. And very, like, I was looking for other people, and, um, <laughs> nothing ever went anywhere with this, but I got, I talked to someone who was trying to set up, like, a server for, uh, people to help each other with specific weapons. Like, they're like, do you know how to, you know, are you, like, a, a roller player? Um, would you be up for, like, helping other people? To get started on roller it was that kind of thing but like and i got invited to a discord server 
and there was a couple of people in it, but it never really went anywhere. And because I don't already downloaded Discord, whenever it was like, like I joined my first team, it was just so easy to be like, oh yeah, I have Discord, I can just join your server. Um, but yeah. I didn't really know how Discord worked even at that point. Um, but yeah. Very interesting time early, like the first one, two years of Splatoon, and then Discord, and then Amino and all that stuff. It's very interesting. Yes, we have got sidetracked though. There's more uh, like <laughs> questions to do questions. with the Splatoon community, but this is very yeah, interesting. Wait. Um, so I don't know. You've been through a lot of stuff and done a lot of stuff. So can you um pinpoint your most impactful memory from Splatoon? In general, or like overall, choose one. Overall, Wait, or overall, what? What you were like impactful? Impactful. What do you mean like, impactful? Well, you can, you can, what made the you most can split up like for like events part, and then like maybe like community and people part yeah. or something. Oh yeah, okay. That that will definitely will help me. Like okay, yeah. um, I guess the community just uh, all like event wise, honestly. My impactful memory is probably Splatoon now. Oh, I know that's like really. Um, that, I know that's like early, but like very early bias. But that event was like special. I put my blood, my blood and sweat into that. Yes, and Aww. it actually worked really well. It went really. Oh well. yeah, it, it was. It was mega good. hyped. It was mega. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those who don't know what Splat Reunion was, Pixel. I'm doing the post right now. Splat Reunion. <laughs> Okay, uh, Sutterun was a top four grand finals event, which had qualifiers over the summer, uh, and happened early August at Beyond Sutton. It was a final UK event for Splatoon 2, Ooh. and yeah, it was hype. All three of us yeah, were there, yeah. it was really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know, I, I might, it might be like recently biased, but I don't know, that, I, I, I'm always really proud how that event like runs. Mm. Um, no, I think I think you definitely have good reason to. It was an amazing LAN. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it like it was something that I wanted to do for like months <laughs> before. So yeah. I'm happy how it turned out. I guess some runners up. Mm -hmm. Um, let me think. Oh, so many. <laughs> Surely Nogami's gonna I've... be in there somewhere, right? Yes. Yeah. That. <laughs> um. So yeah, the Special UKC Grand Finals 2018 event, just like going there January, was like mega fun, mm -hmm. and I, I guess the Breeze Breeze events as well, breeze. mega fun. We're not allowed of to ask questions about any future Breeze events. So um, Pixel, what's happening <laughs> with uh, what's happening with Breeze? <laughs> you got any info on that? Yeah, I can. I can share exclusive exclusive info. That would be so good. Oh my! What well, I am though, Breeze Wait, free. Is sooner TM. <laughs> I'm okay. so excited when cool. that uh, we all Thanks. get start to give out information mm -hmm. soon, soon, soon. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be hype. It is gonna be hype. I I cannot wait until we actually have more information. We can know what's happening for breeze free events coming soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you'd say like those are uh those are your most impactful then, yeah. Yeah, I could obviously list like all day. Yeah, like we, you could keep talking but <laughs> because, like, gonna, yeah, you focus <laughs> on keeping on talking about other questions. Um, for example, do you have any thoughts on the Splatoon grind? Um, so, for example, in ranked um, team, like while well, being part of a team, stuff like that. 
like to get to higher levels, but you have to grind it out. Um, it's fun most of the time. It's fun. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> wait, we're expecting no. Hello. Like, wait. I, I, there's different like types of splatoon grinding. Yeah. Like, like, do you actually have fun whenever you're grinding rank in ranked? Honestly, recently, yes. Oh, wow. Um, like I, I, I hadn't touched like before, like recently, uh, because I, I, because I was on the uh, recent event up. I wanted to do. I want to go back into like. I want to get back into competitive and like play ranked. So I just tried that out, and I've been playing it for like the past. Just not like always, but like now and then, I go into ranked for like the past like one to two months. And yeah, it's been a fun using. time. A various the, the uh, range of weapons. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's a good one. I used that on Sundorf uh, uh, Institute, and that's really good for that map. Um, been using some brushes, but a lot of special uh, shot juniors as well for some reason. Interesting. Nice. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I like the grind grind set. The, <laughs> the grind, grind set. set. But I, I that's like one type of grinding, mm. but. Um, the other one I like to ability, ability chunk grind. I like just like going to turf or just getting more ability chunks yeah. for some reason. Even though I don't use them anymore. <laughs> yeah, what, what sets are you making with less than a month until the new game? <laughs> What's my purpose? I don't know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> my purpose is just to get more ability chunks to get the number higher. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um... Um, just a note. Should we ask him about that? Because we're gonna be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think we're gonna ask you about Splatoon three because we have a whole there was a whole section in the last podcast about Splatoon three. <laughs> so I think by this point we understand your thoughts on Splatoon three. Um, Let's just say I'm excited for Splatoon three. Yeah, That's all. I think Fair everyone enough. knows that. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> uh, so next question is: Did you? Play combat, obviously. Know, yeah, you know you did. Yeah. Uh, so what is one of your favorite comp moments? Oh, cool. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah, we know. I'm going for my like my book of splashing splat history. Okay. History. I literally, no, I literally have a document of all the events. Oh stuff. my god! I will send it to you after the interview. But oh, that you've played it, not like that you've hosted, like that you. Um, it. just general UK events. I either attend or just I knew that was happening. That is um, next but, level. Wow. When it comes so, to like organization, yeah. Okay. I do be like that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, apparently. Um, com, boys, like, I think. It, because I'm, I like I'm not really right now. I'm not really in a team. I do want to get back into a team for Splatoon Three, but it's been this while since I really played competitive tournaments. Since I just more to and organized stuff now. Mm. But um, I think one, my, I think my favorite like, um, I guess like sets or matches was at Nintendo UK versus London 2018, which was in July. We I was. In uh, a team called Spat Squids, so I was with play- player uh, me, Raven, Miju, and uh, Miluk, who were like I used to play with them all the time for like UKC stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were against another team called Hashtag Free, which involved <laughs> Malvo, Redwes, 
Ruben and Scotty. Uh huh. And that match was fire. Like it was, it was so close. It was a best of five, and we were it, we went to game five, mm-hmm. and it ended up with a clam blitz game. I can't believe it. Oh. But it was so the intense. Best mode ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so intense though. Like one of the games, there was Rainmaker on Port Mackerel. Mm-hmm. Is it? No, no, not. Rainmaker on Wally Warehouse, mm. and it was overtime, and we had to take the Rainmaker to the other side to get a few more points in. Mm-hmm. The oh. Miju was holding the Rainmaker. I was doing like Octobrush stuff. <laughs> the Stingray, <laughs> do- brush the- stuff. Yeah, I was. I, that's just I do Octobrush business. I just do it. Just yeah, nice. through. But it it was so close. The Stingray almost got Miju, but we made it and. Our, all the team's faces were like out of the seats and stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, that that probably that Pacific match is like ingrained in my head, I feel. Forevermore. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly, yeah. Um, but wow, that, that was not that was not quite the level of detail I was expecting, but thank mm. you. Um, uh, yeah, like, really I will... Picture. Yeah, I will definitely send some like I it's on YouTube, so I definitely will send you. Cool. The yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Well, we can we can link to it. That that's cool. We could put that in the description as well. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, what did you find most difficult about playing competitive? Um. It it's definitely. V- well, it's competitive, so it is competitive, but it is competitive at the end of the day. <laughs> like, uh, there's there's a lot of like not aggression, not not like mean aggression, but there's like, um, there's just so many strong teams out there. So it's definitely, if you want to be good, you need to be good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just that mentality to have like with you like all the time for the tournament you need the energy up always mm. from the start to the end of like how many games you play in the tournaments either you, if you're in losers brackets to like semi-finals or grand finals and lots mm. yeah that makes sense um yeah mm. uh, yeah i guess just the general grind of like becoming making your team like good and pushing out tournaments and stuff also yeah it can be quite difficult to just like keep up with that you know especially in between tournaments right like you like they're your goals you're trying to get as far as you can in them but you also need to keep that practice up and that energy up while that motive as well yeah exactly there's so many factors in it like practicing team morale making sure you're actually available mm-hmm. like yes coming up with like, strategies as well that normally strategies, goes by the map plays yeah Ugh. and even like uh, team gelling. That's probably not the right name. Oh yeah, yeah. Synergy. synergy. Team yeah. synergy. If you don't have that, it won't work yeah, out. That's not gonna... Especially pickup teams. Like sometimes it's just really bad. Yeah. It's like, eh, I can never want to play. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what are you doing right now, regards to switching ball? You know some. Yeah them things of what you're doing or anything else and also you can probably about? shout out like your channel and whatever yeah oh, cool. yeah yeah let the people so, know where to find you yeah i'm i'm actually on the break because after so much 
event <laughs> and organizing. It was so I'm just relaxing. No, I'm on fire right now. <laughs> Producing the best button free content on YouTube. Pixel Squid YouTube channel. Search up. Uh, shut, watch 100 free facts about Spell and Free right now because it, that took <laughs> me forever. We to... will link your your YouTube channel also in the description along with probably your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter yeah, yeah. I, I post. I love, I post Spasoon there yes. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I feel like you should put a giant explosion when he like. Th that's the funny thing. I was I was <laughs> chatting with him about editing the other night, and he showed me some stuff, and there was there's an explosion in one of his videos. That was like he was just scrubbing through, showing me some things, and I was like, "Is that an explosion?" Nice. And he was like, "It it was a like transition. It was a, it such was a big one. It's like transition. Oh my not just God. not just six facts not 80 facts but 103 facts about spassoon yeah Three. I saw that. explosion I... <laughs> <laughs> it's so pixel it's so pixel um well also i'm gonna ask you about bubble tea in a sec but um i just had a thought as well for an additional question that we might want to add in um mm -hmm. so well this 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 is just this is just an idea but do you have any uh uh, tips for anyone who either wants to get into competitive with Splatoon 3 right in the horizon or wants to get back into it um, on what you're intending to do. Yeah, uh, enter my tournaments, please. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he has a point. You know, yes. practice. I need perfect. the teams. I need the silence of teams, please, mm. so I can do bigger things for the UK. It'd be so cool. <laughs> but um, honestly, Go, as we mentioned about communities, definitely get into your local community if it's in the UK or ever, anywhere else. Uh, find te like players to like team up with. Mm. Sure, you can be like that solo queue ranked player, but Splatoon as a game series in a way is a four-player based team, so you need three other players. Yeah, go make some friends. <laughs> Touch some grass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but squad up um with the new ranked modes like you can play up to four players of like on the same team and ranked that's huge definitely try squad up find people in various discord servers on twitter etc mm. and like yeah team up and see if it you gel with them and try to enter tournaments like any tournaments will do yeah either online or offline yeah because that's the thing you know any practice is good practice and also it helps you to figure out if you do synergize with these people or not, and then you can kind of like, like feel quickly, right? That's what you want to do. You want to figure out what's not working, and then be able to fix it or move on or work with it. You know. Um. So yeah, definitely, practicing is important. Um, and also just, just even if you go enter a tournament and you go, uh, oh, into like, it's grand. You you played. You know. You can take, um, like, always, always uh, look at a, a tournament that you're taking part in with people as a possible learning experience where you can take away from it what your opponents did right. So. It's an experience in the day. The experience you need to push yourself to go further beyond. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, and then also, cool. okay. to finish us off. Um, what? What is your favorite bubble tea? Oh, that, that's a good one. Favorite flavor, uh, favorite mix, hot, cold, how do you like it? Mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, I will judge you regardless I like... what you say. Uh, wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's only one right answer. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I like I don't really have like a go-to one though. I usually really? like try to mix it up. Uh, there's so many options though. This this the possibly possi- the possibilities are endless. Okay, fine. I'll give you two. Give me two bubble tea options I like. I like anything fruity. Fruity flavor is good. Um I like the um I like the black chewy bull things. Oh, those are cool. <laughs> you mean tapioca? <laughs> Yeah, those. Oh I know you hate them, but I like them so much. They so do you nice. like it? So do you like milk tea ta- with tapioca, or do you like? Yeah, milk tea is pretty good. Cold or hot? Um, why do you have hot? Just have cold. What? They normally have hot milk tea, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they usually give you like fruity, like like milk at the places I go to. Well, you can do um, uh, milk fruit teas. That is that is something you can do. Yeah. yeah. But we normally get mango coolers, so yeah. like more mango juice. Or like mango kind of. fruit tea, and even when we're getting mango fruit tea, it, it's, 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 it's cold. It's like green tea. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a bit confused about some like places, though. Like, when I, like, I went to the one, like, I don't know, it's like a, a, like, a one, like, one store thing. They don't have any, like, Juice, like uh, more like the juice there. They only have milk and stuff. It was weird. Oh well, we need to take you because we literally mm-hmm. nearly go every time we meet up for the meet up because we go to the specific one in Chinatown. Yeah. Or Soho. Uh, in Chinatown. Oh, I know. I know. Um, Bubble Logic. Is that the one? Oh, I think we tend or... to end up at Chinatown. Yeah, it's Chinatown. The purple one. I don't know that one. Because purple. <laughs> but yes, regardless. Um, I do believe we are going to finish our interview here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we, as as well, if you've made it this far, um, you will probably have listened to the other podcasts we've had out recently. It has been a, you're getting a lot of content at once right now because we're trying to get this all out before. Uh, between <laughs> three comes out, um, but you never know. You might actually, we might have not reached that goal, and this might be coming out after. You never know. Like you can't be sure. But yeah. Um. So there is going to be more, more podcast content. Uh, we haven't quite settled into a rhythm yet, as we're still figuring out. Um. Uh. What's the best way to be editing stuff? Um. But yes. Uh. This should be available on youtube if you're if you're if you're listening to this this is available on youtube and if you're watching it this is also available on spotify and google podcast and i think one other place i can never remember where's the other podcast place we have it but yes so um by all means um if you're one to listen to i don't know like i, I always advertise this at the end and then i'm like hmm but you've got the whole way through. But this is maybe for next time, you know? Just to know that you don't have to watch it, or you can watch it, uh, and you can just listen to it as well. So, yes, we are going to finish up here. Thank you so much to Pixel and to Rachel earlier on um, for taking part in our little podcast. That was very much appreciated. 
Be sure to subscribe to Spilling Bubble Tea on the, the platforms. On the platforms. And thanks for watching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. And yeah, we'll let you know when another one. See you comes next out. episode. Yeah, see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.